0: Now then, 7.31, we can continue on just with a recap of some awful recent stories. Early this month, an image of a 14-year-old girl in Busan covered in blood after being attacked by her peers went viral, spurring public outrage. Similar footage from a horrifyingly similar case in Gangneung has also spread online, with footage taken by the assailants shared in a group chat. And another case of a girl trapped in a motel room and beaten by peers in Asan. A local court issued an arrest warrant for one of the Busan attackers, which is unusual for juvenile delinquents. Over 260,000 people supported a petition posted on Day's webpage to repeal the Juvenile Act, though, as of Monday. And the issue has been highlighted by the president himself. Let's first bring in Professor Yi Chang Hoon from the Department of Police Administration at Hanam University. Thank you very much for speaking with us. Morning. Uh, so we're clearly seeing a lot of criticism surrounding the Juvenile Act of 1995. Can you just tell us what this law is all about?
1: Uh, actually, Juvenile Law originally uh, uh, written in uh, 1958 and then uh, about 30 years later in 1988, the Act has been uh, completely rewritten. Uh, but, you know, at that time there was criticism that the Juvenile Act uh, uh, did not expect the social, uh, changes and, uh, things like that. So, uh, uh, the current Juvenile Act has been passed in 1995. Uh, original purpose of the Juvenile Act is to protect, uh, uh kids who are charged for the criminal behavior, uh, from, uh, uh harsh and, uh, serious punishment and being not from being treated as uh, uh, adult offenders in the criminal justice system. So that's uh, uh, a a rough uh, definition about the Juvenile Act.
0: What's the main reason, though, for putting a a cap on the maximum punishment minors can get, regardless of the nature of the crime?
1: Uh, Actually, that's an issue about uh, 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 whether uh, juvenile can make a, a rational decision. Uh, in another words you know whether juvenile uh, uh, can hold the uh, uh, legal responsibility for their criminal behavior. You know, traditionally um, you know, actually the criminal justice system and countries and society view the uh, juveniles as uh, an immature you know they are immature mentally and physically and psychologically uh, so that Uh, they cannot uh, calculate the cost and benefit of their behavior so because of that irrationality or immaturity they cannot hold the legal responsibility for their behavior so that's why uh, we have the uh, cap on the maximum punishment Uh, if you think about the criminal law criminal laws are based on the assumption that offenders do make a rational choice and then, according to their choice, they uh, choose their behavior, including criminal behavior. So, in that sense, juvenile—if juvenile does not have a, a rationality or, or mature rationality—then they should not be punished as a, a, a adult offender. So that's why we have a, a tap on the maximum punishment.
0: What about in cases like group violence, sexual assault, even homicide? Where there seems to have been a a plan, a cold-hearted plan to target a vulnerable peer. I mean, because this isn't just, is it? It's not just about young people as perpetrators. This is often about young people being victimised. Is that a good enough reason to either scrap the Juvenile Act or completely rethink it? Uh, Oh
1: no, personally, I I don't think the scrapping the the Juvenile uh, Act is. Good idea. But, you know, as a professional opinion, I, I, I may say that the uh, 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 issue is that whether they are capable of committing those, those kind of serious crimes, but more important topic that we need to uh, focus on to discuss is that why they do commit those kind of serious crimes. And, you know, uh, mostly in these days, Compared to the past, juveniles in recent era they are more capable of everything uh, compared to the the juveniles in the past. So, internationally, there is a trend that we you know we we uh, lower the the minimum age for the legal responsibility. So we more and more see that juveniles are capable of those committing those kind of a crime. So it's time for us to briefly um, you know, consider that why they do kind of, uh, uh, the, I mean, those kind of uh, serious crime, and then what we can change uh, instead of, you know, whether we're going to punch it harsher than, uh, than in the past or not, but why we, how we can change uh, or remove causes of those kind of uh, serious crimes.
0: We're seeing from cases, though, um, the brutality, Busan, Gangneung, Asan. I've heard personally of um, incidents right here in Seoul, uh, near misses. Uh, We've just lost the line there, so we'll just see what we can do about that in a moment. But um, just was uh, clarifying that we've seen a whole series of cases, Uh, perhaps all of us, if we think about it, have um, a friend or a family member who has had a near miss or who knows somebody who's been targeted in this way. If you want to share one of your own cases, you can do so, pound a sharp, 1013 for 51 per message. But we are also asking what's the appropriate way of dealing with that. Children will be children. Teenagers will be teenagers. But when it escalates to horrendous crimes, do we then... Uh, treat them as adults. You know, do real adult offences deserve adult punishments? Professor E, you were saying yeah. just now that you don't think we should completely scrap uh, the Juvenile Act as it as it stands. Um, each school is already required to have these school violence committees to designate school police. Why are these institutions failing? Is it because these crimes are happening largely outside of school grounds? They just happen to involve people of school going age?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> you know before answering that question I need to add that uh, the, my uh, uh, reason for arguing that uh, scrapping the juvenile act is not a good idea. A okay. portion, yeah. The only small portion of the juvenile uh, uh, offenders commit serious crime. Really small portion. Another big, remaining big portion of the juvenile offenders do not commit those kind of serious crime once we remove that the juvenile act then we're gonna punish the uh, juvenile offenders um more than harsher than ever so we're gonna create more offenders you know uh, or or criminal records for the juveniles. in that in that sense you know just simply you know removing or abolishing juvenile act is a really bad idea for now right now But, uh, but also i understand that the public course that we need to have a harsher, more serious punishment for the, those uh, serious offenders of the juvenile. So, in that sense, you know, we need to we need to change a little bit of the the uh, punishment, you know, uh, 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 seriousness of the punishment. That, uh, uh, that's what we need to do in the future, in, in near future. I think that's the uh, uh, one of the uh, my position about the juvenile act. And then the answer to that question about the uh, school violence issue uh, mostly crimes are committed both in, uh, in inside of the school and outside of the school uh, problem is that detection and then uh, responses of the violence school violence particularly is not uh, functioning very well in, in, in that sense in 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 two reasons uh, one of the reasons is formal uh, problem, and the second is the uh, informal problem. Formal problem uh, is that uh, committee, a uh, school violence committee, do not uh, actually uh, include the uh, experts of juvenile delinquency area. So you know, principals are president of the the committee, and then uh, only uh, one or two uh legal professionals, you know, getting involved in the committee. And other than that, all, almost all other remaining members are non-experts mm. in juvenile delinquency. So they they don't know how to treat uh, juvenile offenders. And second, the formal problem is that the school violence committee do not have a legal authority to uh, um, punish the uh, kids. The only punishment they have is the suspension or transferring kids to another school. Actually, that creates more problems. So yep. only yeah, only detection of the juvenile uh, violence is not well uh, working right now.
0: Professor E, thank you very much for sharing your expertise on this first for us today.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Professor Yi Chang Hoon of Hannam University, it seems to me... We've not mentioned parents in all of this so far. Also, parents have a hugely important role to play on both sides of this. Firstly, recognising, I think, if your child is potentially being victimised and taking measures to protect them. Some of these crimes occur when when children are in vulnerable situations uh, outside of the protection of their parents. Uh, Another point, of course, is if you can try to know your child well enough to, to, to consider where they might themselves be doing the bullying. Let's turn to Professor Chung Yoju of the Counseling Psychology Department at Korea National University of Education. Thank you very much for speaking with us.
2: Yeah. Hello.
0: Uh-huh. In Busan alone, a number of cases involving school violence exceeded 1,000 a year, uh, 1,200 in 2015, 1,600 last year, How serious is this nationwide? Um, Because earlier in the show, we brought a figure that actually nearly 16,000 teenagers were arrested on charges of felony crimes uh, between 2012 and 2016, which, again, is just shocking. Yeah,
2: Okay. The Korean Minister of Education has taken school violence survey every half year. Checking the victimization number of school bullying, it was 37,000 in the first half of this year, and 44,000 in six months of uh, 2015, and 39,000 in six months of 2016. So the nationwide research data show the number of school violence cases is decreasing. However, the severity of scribbling is more heavy compared to several years ago. So the crime or uh, delinquency may be increasing. The Busan Middle School students' case made people surprised because they are so cruel and vicious and they even look like having no sense of guilty.
0: Can we look at the motivations behind school violence, though, Um, particularly those in their teens? Yes, it's valid to have the conversation about punishment, but what's going on behind these crimes, do you think?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, There are lots of researchers verifying the causes or motivations of bullying. Among many motivations behind offenders, now I want to present it to core psychological causes because I'm a counseling psychologist. First, nowadays adolescents cannot control anger because of lack of self-regulation. Safe regulation is the ability to calm yourself down when you're upset and cheer yourself up when you're down. This ability can be raised when the children form an attachment for their parent and they have trust in others and self. However, nowadays there are many adolescents having the low self-regulation ability because of a collapse of the family system. So some cannot regulate their anger, and they should blow up their rage to others. Second, lack of empathy. Listen to youth people cannot read and understand the emotions of others. Internet games, retains, and dramas show lots of characters with severe violence. violence. But generally in this media, uh, offenders are beautified and fear or sadness of victims are not shown in detail. Also, Internet and smartphone interaction make people cannot feel emotions each other. In this Busan case, offenders exchanged kakaotong messages with no guilty right after the violence. If someone cannot understand the other's mind or emotion, he or she can easily use violence.
0: Do you think the the cases that we're seeing coming up now show that programs to control school violence at the moment are not particularly effective?
2: Mm, I think we cannot say the programs are... All the programs are not effective because of several cases. As I said, the number of... School violence is actually decreasing, and some good effects of programs are very far. Also, but I think we need to modify or add some psychological caring programs to recent school
0: systems. In conclusion, here, what kinds of improved education do we need to provide, though, to, mm-hmm. to to try to help all those involved here? We've got students, we've got teachers, we've got parents. Yeah. We've got within that the victims and the perpetrators, but we've also got ordinary citizens. Sometimes these crimes are taking place in motels, they're taking place yeah. on beaches, they're taking place um, where you might see a mob of, of angry young people targeting someone else. And I, I think in that situation, everybody needs to get involved.
2: Yeah. Uh, Education to stop school violence has been conducted for several years and school bullying prevention is a required required subject for the teacher training course in the Department of Education. But these programs contain only introduction of school violence procedure or laws uh, related to bullying and victim. From now on, to prevent school violence properly, first of all, Uh, portion of a personality education should be same as the portion of knowledge education in schools. And in this personality education, strengthening self-regulation or empathy ability, introspection about self-character, building up not only communication skills but also holding and Containing others' pain and empowering others and mediating conflicts should be included. Next, parent education should be conducted regularly. Parents should try to make a stable attachment with their children and notice their children's pain and sadness sensitively. Also, they need to be concerned about children's wants and hopes. And should react properly. Also, citizens have to be concerned about um, adolescent confusion and distress. Offenders, as well as victims, have to be all emotionally cared by our citizens. I think um, that's sure, your-
0: Professor Chung. That's uh, an excellent assessment. Thank you very much for speaking with us today
2: yeah thank you for buying
0: professor chang hyoju from korea national university of education you can also get in touch with us right now on twitter at efm this morning if you want to share your ideas your experiences or just your passing thoughts on what is a very sad situation i think you just need to be uh, any kind of citizen you don't have to be directly involved as a parent to look at those photos of young people bruised beaten even to the point of death, to want to demand action of some kind.